warning. What follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem. I am Nick. And I'm Zach. Welcome to Weird and Feared, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world. Speaking of uh, our world, here we are sitting on this giant rock that's spinning at a thousand miles per hour. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, right? Holy shit. Flying around the closest star to us. Do you know what the closest star to us is? It's the sun. Yeah, a lot of, that throws it off a lot of people, so just checking. I, mean, <laughs> I, I, live in, I live in space so often in my head. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. So we're flying around the closest star to us at sixty-seven thousand miles per hour. Oh, brother! And as you may know, our solar system, Earth, and all whirls around the center of our galaxy at some two hundred and twenty kilometers per second, or four hundred and ninety thousand miles per hour. Oh my God! It's a lot to process. The galaxies in our neighborhood are also rushing at a speed of nearly a thousand kilometers per second towards a structure called the Great Attractor, a region of space roughly 150 million light years. Uh, One light year is about six trillion miles away from us. Um, This Great Attractor having a mass 100 quadrillion times greater than our sun in a span of 500 million light years is made of both the visible matter that we can see along with the so-called dark matter that we cannot see. I mean, I'm just getting nauseous thinking about how fast I'm spinning and my yeah. brain is going to explode. Do you explode. realize how fast we're going right now? So fast. It's like when I just said fast, we've moved how many thousands of feet yeah, we don't. And none at up all. The space. <laughs> like, yeah, we're tearing. Yeah, we're tearing up space. Right. It's all about know. perspective. The great attractor. This is. We got a lot of insane things happening right now. Yeah. Dark so matter. Oh my yeah. god. So, space is pretty cool. We're not talking I about agree. space at all today, though. Other than that. Oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> well, there we go. I just, I just stumbled into that, and I was like, oh, that's pretty neat. So that's one cool thing about our little planet here. Another cool thing about our little home here is uh, that at some point life materialized here. It did. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of theories about how that came to be. Some of them are definitely incorrect, and that's all I have to say about the matter for this episode. Interesting. But at some point life shows up. Yeah, it appears. Yeah. (laughs) And... Well, I'm a big fan of dinosaurs, and I believe you might be too. And I, I wrote this in here uh, prior to our discussion about dinosaurs. We're, we are kicking <laughs> ass these past few weeks. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, yes. I believe we both enjoy dinosaurs. It's a fair assessment. It's safe. Safe to say. Yes. Well, after the d- dinosaurs met their d- demise... Around most of the world, or maybe not entirely, you know, maybe they became birds. Right. Uh, There came an age that many modern people may have a hard time dealing with had they lived in that time. Okay. Um, There's a time known geologically as the Carboniferous Times, and it was part of the Paleozoic Era, and man, I almost did a deep dive into geology because it gets confusing. It's fun, and you just get lost. Yeah, and then like there's what? the Pennsylvania part of whatever I just said and the Mississippi part, and I was like, well, how did these get named after states? And then you keep going, and you're like, oh, well, it gets different. 
So I had to stop myself before I kept going down that geology route. I'd say so, I understand that. The brakes just, are necessary. Yeah. So, but uh, this Carboniferous time, we're just going to call it that for now, um, was a period of time uh, where giant insects covered the earth. This geological what, what? era was said to have an almost 30% larger amount of oxygen in the air. This difference is what has many scientists theorizing uh, that this is what led to larger insects. But this is still only a theory. And it there's people trying to make steps to prove it. You know, it's very much a theory at the time that we are recording this. Yes. Um, so... We know we had giant insects back during this era because of numerous fossils being found. So, would you like to know which bug is the biggest? Absolutely. You know I do. Cool. Mega, Meganisoptera. Meganisoptera. Well, he sounds this, like he's not fucking around. I mean, he's got Mega in his name. You know he's going to be big. Right. This is the largest fossilized insects that paleontologists have found. They were very similar to modern-day dragonflies. Oh, they Christ. are they are sometimes called griffin flies to differentiate them from uh, modern dragonflies. Yeah, how many mythical creatures can we attach to these bugs? Yeah, you want to just keep piling them on? You get a manticore <laughs> fly. <laughs> so a griffin fly. Griffin flies have been known to have wingspans of up to 28 inches. Pass. Get it's out of here, man. Bug. That it's is a big, big bug. insect. That's a, I mean, that would almost be as wide as the desk I'm sitting at right now. Um, millions of years earlier, though, in a different time period, there were giant water scorpions. And this time when I say giant, I mean giant. When you okay. think about your little ins- your little scorpion, you know, the smaller yeah, they are, the more dangerous they are. Yeah, he's cute. With the venom and everything. Of, but Yeah, packs a wallop. These things got over eight feet in length. No, they didn't pass. <laughs> they sure did. Uh, oh, my God. So scorpions are arachnids, so not the same as insects technically. No. No, but... However, we would still just kind of call them a bug, right? Yeah, not an insect, Yeah, but a bug. Right. So, those people that are out there and afraid of bugs, the bigger they are, the scarier they must be. However, luckily for those people, we now have birds. The decline in size of insects during the giant bug eras as I'm going to call it, giant like bug it. eras, seem Perfect. to directly correlate with the success of birds. Birds Hell being yeah. dinosaurs were not the most agile flyers, presumably when they came into existence, yet through the fossil records we can see the changes that occurred over time in both birds and insects until we arrive where we are now with modern birds and bugs. This is amazing. So, those of you that don't like bugs, especially giant bugs, go thank a bird. Tell them that their ancestors did the world a great favor during the eon-long battles between bug and bird. God, I'm glad you said eon-long battles, because that's what I pictured in my head. Speaking of <laughs> ongoing speaking of ongoing wars, the bug-bird war of forever. <laughs> oh, yeah, forever. Yeah. Holy shit. Well, in 1938... An English couple, R.K. Lloyd, and his wife, uh, I finally found her name, and I never edited this. Oh, whoops. It's all good. R.K. Lloyd and his wife, though, decided to take a jungle safari for their honeymoon. They went to an area of Africa that is known as the Congo. Why do people do this for honeymoons? What are they doing? Hmm. 
The happy couple were driving along a small jungle road when they saw a large creature scurry into the road ahead of them. At first they believed it was monkey, a monkey walking on all fours. Or maybe perhaps a jungle cat. On closer inspection, though, to their horror, they realized it was a massive spider with its eight feet, all three feet in length, sprouting Great. from its body. Badass. That sounds fun. Yeah. Happy happy honeymoon. Yeah, happy honeymoon. Here's a six-foot-wide spider. <clears throat> um, so, terrified, they or the wife was terrified, uh, hopped back in the car and tried to get him to speed off. Tales from around different parts of the world speak of monstrously large spiders. How do you feel about spiders? I'm okay with spiders, but I would rather... I'm okay with them, too. I don't want them to be that big, though. No. Like, people freak out about even, like, reptiles, snakes, bugs... They never freak me out, but what freaks me out is potentially the topic you're discussing about their sizes. Because <laughs> I do not need I do not need a giant spider. Like you're okay, man. Hang out over there in the corner. I ain't gonna hurt you. Yeah, why are yeah. you Why are you gonna be this big? Why are you more than Why are you feet long? Nobody needs this. Why are yeah, you doing this? No, I'm, I mean I'm fine with spiders. You know, you you eat those bugs. Get them out of my house. Right. Maybe. They do. Spiders are a service. Yeah. But then again, if I when, have a five foot large spider hiding in the corner, I'm going to be like, nope. Bye. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically, yeah, basically when something gets to be big enough to eat me is when I'm like, I don't need you around. We don't need to right. do this. Yep. Correct. That's uh, what I feel about. So that's my feelings on spiders. <laughs> yeah, I concur. I got pretty much the same. We're in the same boat on that one. Right. Just yeah, like the I dinosaurs, think so. I think. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, in the uh, 1890s, l- near Lake Nyasa, bordering the Congo, a British missionary named Arthur John Symes and some guides were moving through the jungle. His men got themselves tangled in an enormous web from which two giant spiders came out of their web and attacked them. The spiders were said to be up to four feet in length. Symes was bitten but managed to escape after blasting one of them with his pistol. Oh, my oh. God. Good pro- problem solver. Yeah. That's what his gun was named, problem solver. <laughs> <laughs> However, he subsequently developed symptoms uh, of a pale color, severe chills, massive swelling around the area he was bitten. Eventually, he became delirious and fell into a coma-like state, and then he ultimately died. Oh, my God. I found a few differing accounts of that. Uh, Some say the other guys with him were also bitten and made it out of there. But they all ultimately died from bites. That sucks. So, these massive spiders that lurk in the jungle jungle (laughs) are called by the natives the Chibafofi. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chipophophy is a monstrous arachnid that is said to be upwards of five feet in size. And that's, we're talking from tip of one leg on the left to the other tip on the right side. Nobody, this doesn't, we don't, planet doesn't need this anymore. That is a small man or, or woman-sized spider. Don't need it. Why? Why are you that big? It is said to be a dark, fuzzy brown, much like a tarantula, reportedly with purple markings on its uh, backside. The natives natives claim that the Chibafofi lays pale, yellowish-white eggs that are the size and shape similar to that of a peanut. The hatchlings are bright yellow with a purple abdomen. The color of the hatchlings gets darker and turns brown as they mature. Makes sense. I can see that. Yeah. The locals claim that the spider used to be quite common, but has since become harder and harder to find. 
for all of our sakes, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. So we've talked about the Congo a decent amount. Um, and I can't yeah. recall if you talked about this guy in your the episode you did about the Mokele Membe at all, or if you recall, but William J. Gibbons? Does that ring a bell? I'm... I, I, I don't know if he's... Is he the guy that... I don't think he... It's not the guy that shot at anything, I don't believe. Because I remember that no. being a thing. When I was thinking of the... um, Yeah, the guy who... I mean, he makes me think of the guy who... Helped just do the circus and then got himself killed. Wasn't, no, it's not sound that like, guy. This sound guy's like still alive. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's still alive? Yeah. Yep. All right. So, yep. yeah, I don't think we talked about this guy at all. But no, we didn't. He may Nobody be interesting to get into at some point. Yeah. Um, but he he's a big Mokale Membe guy. Perfect. Um, so William J. Gibbons is a Canadian cryptozoologist that has gone on multiple expeditions to find the Congo dinosaur. You know what? Maybe. I want to say in the Mokale Membe episode, I maybe. Well, we'll have to give it a listen I, I, and kind I bet of check I, it out. I bet I did. But I don't recall. I mean, continue. Yes, um, that sounds true. The, the Canadian part is what sounded familiar. But anyways, I mean, yeah, Canada's pretty close. So, right. Um, while while on some of his expeditions, though, he had made inquiries about giant spiders as well. Nice. Of he, course he did. Pretty much received the description I gave above, or damn near it at least. Um, and that description seems to be what everybody says. Gotcha. Which, you know, everybody says that, so it's probably what it is. Or it's at least what everybody's seeing. Uh, right. But, but he continues his description a little bit more. So this is some quotes from him. These giant ground-dwelling spiders prey on the diminutive forest antelope, birds, and other small game. They are said to be extremely dangerous, not to mention highly venomous. The spiders are said to lay white, peanut-sized eggs in a cluster, and the pygmies, uh, which are the locals, they refer to them as the pygmies, um, give them a wide berth when encountered, but have killed them in the past. The giant spiders were once very common, but are now a rare sight. Uh, when he questioned a group of uh, six Baca guides, which is another name for the people, uh, they have all seen these spiders at one time or another and state that they are quite capable of killing a human being. According to the Baca and the Bantu hunters who have encountered them, the giant spiders were once surprisingly common and would often construct their lairs very close to human villages. Don't like they, that. Not on board. Not on board. They have become quite rare now, thanks to, mainly to the deforestation of Central Africa. My guess would be that they are still to be found in numbers in the vast and still untouched forests of the former Belgian Congo or Zaire, where the Lloyds, who I mentioned earlier, encountered one in 1938. And this article that I read goes on to say that um, William Gibbons actually knows the Lloyds personally and he tried Miss uh, the RK Lloyd tried to get a photo of the spider while on their honeymoon and the missus was so stricken with fear she just wanted to return to their home in Rhodesia It's like, I mean, come on, come on, um, come on, honey. Can I please take a picture of this ridiculous creature we're never going to see again? And she's just screaming. It's like, just like, please. All right, fine. Can I just snap one photo? Yeah. No. All right, I guess we're just going to leave. I mean, now. in 1938, the cameras, you know, they take a little longer. It's not like whipping out right. your cell phone. He's got to set up a tripod. Like, get out the. It's it's going to look and yeah, is it going to? Yeah. Yep. It's not going to be as quick as, right? He can't just even yeah, because even, even like when I think of an older camera, no, it's still even then. It's a contraption. 
Yeah, I don't know exactly what we were looking at for cameras in 1938, but I know it's not. It wasn't that good. It couldn't have been that right. good. But like honey, is it coming? Was it coming towards them or just running across the road? Because From my like, understanding, it kind of like ran across the road, and like then they couldn't see it because they thought like they got close enough to it. Yeah. So then they like did the whole lean, and they were yeah. like, uh, "Oh shit, that's a big spider!" And it's like, "I want a photo," and she's like, "Like you said, just screaming." <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Fine. I guess we're leaving. Yeah. So it is said that the. Chibafofi hunts prey by spinning giant webs between two trees and then it digs a burrow directly underneath that area which it then covers with leaves and other forest debris and then it lies in wait for prey to pass by crafty what a little builder how smart so the their main source of food is the forest antelope birds and other small creatures uh natives also talk about the unfortunate tribesmen who have gotten caught in the thick webs only to become devoured by the spider laying in the wait in wait in the burrow below so yeah that should from everything i read it like makes trip wires basically so it knows when something steps in to its area and this is actually compared to tarantulas that we know of like there are definitely tarantulas that do this kind of thing like trapdoor spiders and other ones like that where they set traps and they'll chase things into webs or i guess there's even one that it like will build a web and put a fake spider like build something that looks like a fake spider in it to like use as a decoy yeah and yeah I don't know. It's it's a weird thing. Um, so, yeah. Those of you that think, well, I'm good over here in the Americas. Well, guess what? Our local don't. jungle in the Americas also has reports of five-foot spiders. You know, that, one little, that little jungle down near the uh, equator called the Amazon. Oh, that little, that little tiny guy? Yeah. It is said that the Amazon jungle has fast-moving, monstrous tarantulas as well. They scurry into small villages and carry off chickens or dogs, even sometimes children. The natives there kill them whenever they can. Good call. I'm on that team. Yeah. And so I watched a monster quest. Sure. When I was doing yes. this one, yeah. where they go looking for these monstrous tarantulas down there. Oh, oh my God! They found a big tarantula, but it wasn't feet in size. But I mean, how, was it, how big was that guy? I mean, because even if it's like under a foot, that's still a giant spider. I was. Yeah, I think it was a foot. That's a giant spider still, but yeah, it's not like you said. Not feet. Not not a five-foot monster. Yeah. Yeah, so giant spiders are uh, laying traps and carrying things off. I mean, so these things, their legs are five feet wide. When you put that in perspective of what the body of this thing would look like, it'd be a yeah. small dog. Yes. Which... Like as the body, which is not good. No, not ideal. Less than great. Yeah, so small dog. It, that's uh, huge as far as spider goes. Yeah, and can, putting it into perspective that way helps. Because I was looking around visualizing what that creature would look like in the space I'm in. I'm just like... Yeah, that's what I was just shouldn't. doing. I was like, huh? Yep. It'd be about that big. But then it'd be like way wider with those legs horrifying yeah probably shouldn't yeah probably shouldn't be that why are you this that's what i would ask it if it came i came across it but like why are you this yeah why do you why? have to be this way yeah why can you be something else can you, what if you try hard to be not what you are mm-hmm. yeah and then uh so this is 
Then, so we have the jungle spiders. Then, you know, uh, the U.S. military has been involved in some things in the Middle East for a little bit. So we also have lots of reports of soldiers seeing uh, giant spiders in the desert. Yeah, there's there's stories of one. So the kind of like legend you hear that I came across is that like somebody falls asleep in their cot and wakes up and like parts of their arm are gnawed off because these spiders over there, they have like a, um, what's it called? It's like the same thing as when a mosquito bites you, so you don't feel it as much. Right. They like numb you a little bit, and then like each bite, and it just like eats away while you're sleeping. Yep, I have, yep, I've also heard similar things. Yeah, so those are some of the tales they tell over there. And they're not quite as big as the ones in the jungle, but they're they're pretty big, like a couple feet. We're not talking like four or five feet, though. Right. But that's pretty terrifying. So when you really look into all those things about these spiders, like, sure, they're huge. But what makes them really terrifying is spiders will attack and consume things that are their size. Yes. So that five foot spider, that'll attack somebody that's five foot or bigger, you know, right around that size. Yeah, he's not afraid care. of you. He's like, nope, nope. He's like, I got this. He's like, I can make a web. What can you do, bitch? Oh, just die, get in my belly. Yeah, and then, I mean, when you think about the animal kingdom, it's pretty brutal. But then when you break I mean, it down into insects, it is really brutal. And I know I'm saying insects again with arachnids but you know what bugs. I bugs mean. right yeah bugs yeah it's brutal they all eat each other like 100% I mean it's yeah when I, I have those thoughts about how we've removed ourselves from society and that's why like society is a good thing I in an ideal because like otherwise we'd have that that's what yeah. we'd be dealing with just everybody's eating everybody yeah, or like, you know, creatures attack you and just haul you away and eat you, and like, you're in nature, that's what happens to animals, you're just an animal, welcome mm-hmm. to the jungle, jerk, here you go, now you're eaten yep. by a five-foot spider. Yeah, so let's uh, let's get into why this is even more terrifying, really, because right. it's already uh, pretty, pretty gross and weird, but then if you look at some of these spiders... Like, uh, for example, we were just talking about the jungle or the desert a little bit. So we let's were. let's talk about what these things could be. So there's a picture circulating, and you can look it up if you want. It's pretty gross and horrifying. Uh, when sure, but then when you kind of grasp onto it a little bit more, it's like okay. But these giant desert spiders that like soldiers have seen and documented are not actually spiders technically they're called camel spiders yes they're scary or wind scorpions because they're technically what? arachnids but they're scorpions but that gets into all that weird stuff that we don't really need to dive down sure but they're fast the big ones, bigger ones, they've like scientifically documented traveling 10 miles an hour. So that's pretty fast for a bug. And these things... Real fast. Typically, a third of their body size is their jaw. Not good. So they, uh, they actually just shred... Here, I got the quote here because it was, it's brutal. Camel spiders chew their victims into pulp, then exude an enzyme that liquefies the flesh. Great. Yeah, so I watched YouTube videos of this thing eating, like, caterpillars and oh my grasshoppers God. and stuff. And it's just like, 
gross. It just shreds it back and forth. So they're big. These the average ones are like six inches long. You know. Yeah. But they're moving ten miles an hour. That's still big for a bug. That's moving ten miles an hour, and then people are seeing ones that they say are upwards of a foot. Yeah. Uh huh. I mean, it just reminds you of. I mean, it just reminds you of a face hugger from Aliens, scurrying oh, yeah. across the floor. That's exactly yep. what that's just thinking about it. Like, oh, yep. and how scary that thing fucking looked. Oh no, that's so fast. Terrifying. Yep, that's so exactly fast. What it's got to look like. It has to. Just like click, 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 click. Get out of here. Yeah, and then so. So those are the ones in the desert. Then we can kind of like go into the jungles and the tarantulas that we know that are in the jungles and what they've got going on. Like the ones that we have scientifically documented for sure and everything. There is the... uh, Where'd it go? The giant bird-eating spider. The goliath bird-eating spider or tarantula. What a beast. So it doesn't actually eat birds. Well, it may. But it gets its name mostly from, I guess, a drawing that was made of it back when it was first discovered, where it was like eating a hummingbird. Yeah. Somebody was just having. Well, I mean, somebody might have seen that because that's definitely possible. Absolutely. But yeah, so these things. Get up to 14 inches. Not a fan. That's a big bug. Yeah, he's badass if he stays away from me and humans. Yeah. Yeah, so they, uh, so they also have, they're venomous, you know, they got fangs, they bite things. Of course. Poison them. Um, they, this I didn't know until I started looking into this more. Um, they also have a defense mechanism where they can rub their legs and like it shoots their hairs off their body. And it, if you breathe it, it's like, if it's a severe irritant to you, like your mucous membranes and stuff. And they like can kind of mess you up. And there's other other tarantulas that do this, too. They release, like, poisonous hairs that float in the air, basically. Jeez, almost like bio-warfare. Yeah. They have their own missiles. Uh Uh-huh. And so these these 12 to 14-inch tarantulas have fangs that go from, like, an inch to an inch and a half. So those are big fangs. They're not going to feel good if they bite you. No. Uh, So, if you scale that up from this Goliath bird-eating spider. So, another thing is um, tarantulas molt, right? They get too big for their exoskeleton. They leave that exoskeleton and they get bigger. So, say you got one of these things that keeps leaving its exoskeleton getting bigger and bigger until it gets to about five feet in length and uh what they believe its fangs would get up to at that point would be eight to nine inches holy god so that is definitely going to go through uh your shoe or who knows what else He's just got kitchen knives. It doesn't, even, it doesn't even matter that it's venomous at that point. You're just getting stabbed. Right. This, you're being bludgeoned and you're done. Bludgeoned and sliced and grinded. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. you, as you're being ripped apart, like, oh, may, you're like, oh, maybe that's poison. You don't care about that right now. No, so what will make it even scarier is they don't rip you apart. Spiders, tarantulas... They drag you back to their den, and they let their venom liquefy your insides, where they eat you slowly over days. How's that? 
That sounds fun, right? Sounds like a that's a party. That's a fiesta. Yeah. They do not consume their prey in public. They drag it back to their bur- burrow and begin the digesting process. Well, they liquefy they fucking... the insides of their prey and proceed to suck it dry. Because they know it's fucking gross and they have manners. Yeah, they're like, nobody wants to see this. I don't even know yeah, like this. this. Is, yeah, this is, I just, this is just how I'm made. I can't tell you. Yeah, so, if you weren't scared of spiders before, there's a spider you should be worried about. Giant five-foot spiders coming in. Yeah. Do you, I mean, I'm not that much bigger than five feet. I'm bigger, but like... So yeah, when these things, when the if you, you've seen the tarantulas, when they get like somebody gets near them, or, like somebody tries yeah. to reach out and touch them, they like do this thing where they like raise their arms all up in the air and everything. Yeah. So that would be about five feet high. So do you think the ten inches I got on that is gonna scare no. it away from attacking me? No. No, you you better yeah you better like jump and like have a baseball bat and a hockey stick and a gun and. A missile launcher and a bunch of knives. Flamethrower, yeah. Flamethrower, right. Yeah, so if you think about the uh, the wind scorpion or the uh, camel spider, it moves 10 miles an hour already. That's the six-inch one. Oh, don't do how this. Big, how big is it moving? Or how fast is it moving when uh, it's a few feet? It's moving like that alien, like that face hugger. So fast. What, 20 miles, 5 miles an hour, 30 miles an hour? I think people have said that it's been moving about 25 miles an hour. That sounds about right. I was just trying to upscale it quick in my head. That sounds about mm-hmm. right. Yeah. So that's terrifying. Definitely. Yeah, you can't outrun that. Fuck, he could just plow into you and break your bones, just ram you. Yeah. At that speed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, put that out in the world for everybody. Hopefully, hopefully you like bugs. Oh my God! But he wouldn't want to ram you. He'd want to knock you. Well, he might want. He just want to get you stuck in his fucking web, drag you into his little den, and yeah. liquefy you into his belly. Yep. Oh man! And there's some terrifying videos of giant spiders that like people have. The like, there's one. I mean, you just type in uh, Choba Fofi, and that is spelt J-B-A-F-O-F-I, for those of you uh, that want to look this up. Um, but yeah, there's some terrifying ones that will pop up on YouTube real quick, where it's just giant tarantulas, and but they're like huge. You're like, that looks like bigger than 14 inches. It's just like very huge. But it's just like videos that people have. There's nothing really in perspective for, you know, to oh, really right. gauge it properly. Sure. You're like, holy hell, like, I don't want to be near that thing. Right. It's not next to like a cat or a dog. Yeah. Which, don't let your cat or dog near those things. Yeah. Comp- choose something else to compare this monster to. Mm-hmm. Like the gun you use to shoot it, and it's already yep. dead. That's what you yep. use. Yep. Yeah, so those, yeah, uh, right. talking about those spiders that I didn't mind before, if one of them's that size, getting the shotgun. God, I remember when I was looking up, well, whenever I was looking up Iraq war stuff and Afghanistan war stuff, I would find pictures of those camel spiders, and they'd be like mm-hmm. holding them and stuff, and I'd be like, Jesus, yeah. nobody needs this. Bigger than your hand. Very yeah, and then of course the stories of them gnawing their face, your face and limbs off. It's like all mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who's the real terrorist here? Get these spiders out of here. Yeah, no wonder, no wonder we don't want to be here. Nobody wants to be here. The spiders are taking over. Yeah, can we get? Can we just? Uh, can can humanity unite and just wage war against these massive spiders? Can we choose a common enemy? Yeah. Like priorities, guys. There's spiders bigger than your hand. Can we do something about this? Mm-hmm. 
All the species we've wiped out into existence that didn't deserve it, and this guy's still fucking running around? Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yep. What? Yep. So that's, uh, that. there's a theory behind some of, like, these, I mean, there's, you can definitely look at it, the jungle, and be like, well, there's a ton of stuff we don't know what is in there. We don't. I mean, some of the the guys I've seen when researching this talk about it was would say that uh, we know about I think seven million animals have been documented or something like that. Okay, but, uh, I don't remember the exact numbers. I could be making that number up, but there's a lot of animals that are documented, but they in the insect world. Um, they think there's just so many more that we haven't even got to yet. Like it's entirely possible. Yeah, it's easy to believe because I mean, come on. Right. I mean, they used to be huge. And so I that's why I mentioned earlier that it's a theory that they think it was the oxygen in the air. But then there's uh signs of giant insects much more recently that uh, would not have been when that oxygen was so much higher in the air and everything. Gotcha. So it is very much a theory. Like, we don't know. We don't know why those bugs were that big back then. And you can't exactly rule out that they can't get that big right now. I mean, right. Do I want to see that size of a spider? No. I mean, I, on yeah, video, I on video, sure. Yeah, video from someone who time traveled to look at it when it was alive back in the day, and they brought that footage to the future and reassured me this thing no longer exists. That's what they use the Terminator technology for. Just go take pictures. Go to sightsee. No, or go take pictures and eliminate them. <laughs> <laughs> Then you have, then you have like a spider, Sarah Connor. Oh no! Who gets saved, who gets saved by a future? Yeah, who gets saved by a future spider who helps her birth a child? But she's a spider, so she has like eight million John Connors. <laughs> <laughs> your name's John Connor. Your name's John Connor. Your name's yeah. John Connor. One of you will save the future. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. The rest of you, these robots that humans have back in time, are just going to wipe you out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the uh, Chubba Fofi. Well, that's badass and a scary creature. It is scary. It's just amazing how many different kinds of life like actually lives on this planet. Uh-huh. Because I mean, in like... Si- the weird thing is like the Congo and the Amazon are pretty much like in the same belt around the earth you know the jungles they're all kind of back from when Pangea was a thing they just rode each other around or whatever yeah but yeah giant spiders watch out don't get they're scary don't get liquefied guts sucked dry by a spider yeah please don't get sucked dry by a spider and have your guts liquefied Mm-mm. That's why you've always got to carry your spider stabbing knife. Yep. Never leave home Just without it. Just in case. Her. Just in case. Mm-hmm. Like, what if... That, yeah, I mean, man. Because there was always that... I always think about the giant bugs because in the Field Museum, they've moved it around a few times, of course, with their... Um, you know, evolving planet display. But there's mm-hmm. always that one segment where they you walk through the giant bug exhibit and it's like the forest and things are huge. And I just walk through it and I'm like, nope. Yeah. Yeah, I always thought that was pretty cool. It's badass. I yeah, mean, I you know that. bugs I mean, were big amazing. when they have fossils of them. They're like, yeah, it was like over two feet. It's like, whew. Yeah, this, this ant was big enough that it left an imprint in rock. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like, jeez. Yeah. yeah, and I'm not gr- I'm not like grossed out by bugs or anything by 
any means. They don't, like, no. I'm a bee, I have a beehive. Two beehives now. I can tell you about that some other time. Oh, um, yeah, you will. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I have insects. I own insects and make them, I employ them. So, not grossed out by it by any means. But if those bees were a foot, it'd be a different story. Yeah, yeah, I think you'd I think someone else would be the boss of you. Yep. Be like, yep. You're the queen. I'll do it. You got it. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, yeah. ma'am. Your yep. Majesty. I, I bow to you, yes. Correct. <laughs> I just like the idea of calling a bee queen your majesty. <laughs> your highness. Yeah, your highness. Very yep. well. Yes, I will. I'm a human, but I will help you make the honey because I don't want to get hurt. Yep, sure. I will bring flowers. Yep. I'm on it. Yep. <laughs> yep. God, it'd be yes. terrifying. If those She's bees like, were a foot. Yep. They'd have to live in what my if, house. Yeah, you would get kicked out. Yeah. They would just, yeah, they would just do what they do in their little bee, their little bee home. In your home. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Scale is fun. Just thinking about it. I mean, if you, if I put each one of those bees to a foot, I don't even think my house is big enough. We're talking super structures at that point. Right. Maybe if they were like three inches, they'd be in my house. (laughs) You know, those, those, those suckers need to get into like a super, some kind of super shopping center complex. Wow, that's terrifying to think about. Yeah. And that's why giant spiders are scary. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they really are. But yeah, I was never grossed out by anything, really. I just accepted that's what they were and everything had its purpose. But again, if it's as big as me or larger, that's a separate topic. That's a survival issue. That's different. Right. Yep. I mean, essentially, you're, you're... That thing is built to kill things its size. Right. So. I mean, you got a nine-inch knife on you? Because it does. It's got two of them that are packed with venom. I mean, there's some scissors nearby. I mean, that he might not like that. I don't think that's going to stop him. Yeah, can you imagine just lurking, hanging out in your basement and watching TV instead of seeing this little guy run across the floor, this thing walks into the room? It's just like yeah, <laughs> it busts through the walk. The fucking Kool Aid Man, get out of here, Spider! Yeah, need to make you oh, pay you... rent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd I'd have to pay the spider rent because it would become his home. All right, sir. I'll yeah. I'll yep. You want some human money? Okay. Can I continue living here? It just it looks at me. Care. Yeah, yeah. It just doesn't. It just liquefies the, the money I give it. Like I mm-hmm. insulted it. It's like all right. But yeah, giant spiders are horrifying. And if anyone's seen one, keep that shit to yourself. No email. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Email podcast at gmail dot com or mention it on the Instagram or Facebook. Or uh, send us a little voice message on the Anchor.fm uh, Someone want somebody app. to do that. Yeah. Leave do us that. a voice tell message. Us, leave us a voice message. We'll play it or just say what you say. And if you've seen spiders, well, if you've seen giant five-foot spiders, I'm playing that. So that's happening. Yeah. If you're like, my name is Sam, and I saw a five-foot spider, I'm like, well, well, Sam, at least you survived. And then he'd be like, tell, well, we're roommates. You should tell us roommates. how you survived. Yeah, we're roommates. We live together. Oh. He's he's my <laughs> arachnid overlord. Yeah, he actually, I actually work for him now. And then we all work for the bees. Yeah. And the, and they're like five, they're, the bees are, man, can you imagine a five foot bee? No. That's a, that's almost a car. That's a motorcycle. That's a motorcycle. <laughs> No. 
Yeah, yeah, don't do yeah. A five foot B, I don't even know. I mean, it would take up like the county. The hive right. would be so huge. They would have their it would be the B states of America. Yeah. Yeah. United States of Bees. The B yeah. uh the Bee Kingdom. Because when, when I pick up a three pound package, it's about the size of a shoebox, and that's approximately yeah. ten thousand bees. If you had Christ. ten thousand five foot bees. It's the it's a whole state. If not more. What do you think? Of when comparing those bees to Illinois, how much of Illinois would those bees need? I don't know. It'd be ridiculous. <laughs> be like half, at least half the state, wouldn't you think? It'd be like one hive in the state, and the rest would have to move on to different states. <laughs> right. Exactly. That'd be terrifying. Yeah. Well, there's well, a lot of fun bug thoughts yeah. to have. Yep. Well. Yeah, enjoy those images. Sleep tight. <laughs> Don't let the bed and, uh, bugs bite. Oh! <laughs> and stay spooky. The four foot B bed bugs. <laughs> yeah. Is there something in my bed? Oh my god! It is my bed. <laughs> oh my god! It's <laughs> uh. my bed is a spider. It can disguise itself. <laughs> what are so tricky these days? All right. Well. Yet. Yeah. We're all going to have nightmares now, so... Yeah, so, yeah, stay, stay safe. Yeah, stay, <laughs> stay safe, safe for many and reasons. Stay spooky. <laughs> and stay spooky from the bug apocalypse. <laughs> My God. <laughs>